Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Hello, welcome back to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. We we thought about it. Chris and I were like, man, let's come up with some more dope trades. We got a lot of good bullets in the holster for you guys. We're definitely going to shoot off some good trades for you guys. And I, uh, this will be a part two of the podcast. We're going to run through this. We got some blockbusters. We got some NBA changing trades. Chris, do you want me to go first or do you you got this? I'm gonna go first and message you first last time. So all right, but I'm going to improve the Golden State Warriors. You like how could you improve already a championship team? Mm-hmm. Well, this is how I'm gonna trade with the Bulls. Oh, okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send Zach Levine, Aminu, mm-hmm. and Valentine, Ooh. and Denzel Valentine for Wiggins, Wiseman, and Poole. I think that might be enough. I think they would move off of Vucevic too after deciding to get younger. So I think yeah. that, that would make sense. All right. Yeah. I didn't know you were keeping going. Okay. Go. No, no. That, that's like the whole trade. But I was just saying, like, your whole point is to get Zach Levine to the Warriors. Yes. You know what's something interesting? Uh, actually, sorry. Yeah. Keep it going. Oh, no. Go ahead. So, what's something interesting about that is I, I think people would be like, oh, Clay. And Zach Levine, same height. You can get away with Clay at the three. Yeah. And what Zach Levine does is nothing else in the Warriors can do. Nobody can get to the basket like Zach Levine. Yeah. So that's like a completely different uh, punch you can throw offensively. So I actually really like that idea. Hmm. Yeah. And you get what? Like, now you get a little bit more athletic. You know what I mean? Yes. And yes. this is a and this is a game a guy who can close out again. Who can close out games? Yes. Yes. Aaron gonna start I mean, and, for us. Yeah. And Poole, Wiseman and Wiggins is a hell of a combo. Like uh, it's great trade assets. So yeah. I definitely feel like the Warriors are definitely gonna make a move this offseason. So yeah, I completely agree, bro. Mm-hmm. Especially with those picks. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. You got anything else on that one or no? No. Well, besides the fact that with the Mino, you get defense, and then Valentine, I mean, you can sit him on the bench or let him go, whatever you choose to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I think he's a shooter, so I think they could use him off the bench. And then you retained your two first-round draft picks in the lottery, too, so you can add more. Yeah. You do, you can add a center in the draft. <clears throat> All right. Are you are you ready for me, or you want you still got more? No, go ahead. All right, so I'm not going to ruin it, 
but I found a way to trade Dame Lillard in an interesting way. So, in my opinion, if you're going to trade Dame, you got to trade CJ. So, even though I love the Atlanta Hawks, if you guys listen to our podcast, you know Jason Collin loves the Atlanta Hawks. I think that they're going to have to make a decision money-wise with a lot of these guys that they have at young positions. So, because um, they'll have some redundancy, like Cam Reddish and DeAndre, um, not DeAndre Eaton. Um, DeAndre Hunter? The third pick. Yeah, DeAndre, De- Darren Hunter. What is it, DeAndre Hunter? I think it's DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, I keep on messing that one up. So, you know, they have a lot of good young prospects. So I'm going to send CJ to the Hawks for Cam Reddish, Kevin Herter, and Daniil Garlnari to make the contract work. So in my opinion, this is great for the Hawks. You get better immediately. CJ McCollum's not as old as I thought. He's 29, so it's not that bad. Um, Cam Reddish has got a high upside. The Portland Trailblazers does not have any young prospects. That's good for work, so I'm eliminated Covington there. Kevin Herter, you're filling in the position of the shooting guard position. I think he has a little more upside than just a guy who just shoots off ball. So I feel like he's he's an interesting guy. And Danilo Gallinari is a proven bench scoring asset to a contender. So I wouldn't be surprised if you can flip him somehow. So, uh, yeah, that's what I would be doing from the Trailblazers. I would be sending him to the uh, Atlanta Hawks, make the Atlanta Hawks better, and see the Portland Trailblazers have more young assets. Hmm. Okay. I really like that one. Uh, and because you did have to get rid of CJ McCollum, so you put him in a within a team in a situation where it's win now, and they can actually yeah. use him. And then the other yeah. team gets better as well. I mean, they get yeah. some young talent, and they can build. I mean, you know, they can start building around, and because they, you have to get rid of both of them. Both of them have yeah. to be shipped. Yeah, if you're trading one, you got to get rid of the other. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree. All right, let's hear Chris. I want to hear what your next one is. I'm going to go a little bit on the lighter side. I'm going to do Memphis and okay. Pelicans. Young team Ooh. for young team. Okay. So this might be a little bit crazy. So I'm mm. I'm shipping Jaw. Woo! I'm shipping Jaw to the Pelicans to pair with uh-huh. Ron Williamson. Oof. An explosive backcourt. And what you're going to get back in return is Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and Bledsoe. And if you have to, you throw in Dylan Brooks. Yeah, I th- I think that for John Morant, I don't think that there could be a trade made in the NBA that could probably be better than that. Because Brandon Ingram is so special. And Lonzo is so special. So I feel like that's a pretty good value. I mean, Eric Bledsoe is an okay player, but... You know, I feel like that's pretty good value for John Morant. And, yeah, John Morant and Zion, they would destroy the rim together. It yeah. would be uh, a field day. You'd have to surround them with shooters while they're younger. But once they both develop a consistent shot, it's it's pretty special combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have anything else about that one? Go ahead. All right. Let's lead into which one am I going to do next? I'm going to go for this one. So um, Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner have been trading rumors for a very long time. The Indiana Pacers have been wanting to move Miles Turner for a long time because DeMontis Sabonis is like a great small ball center. So you want to create space for DeMontis Sabonis. So I'm sending Brogdon, Miles Turner, their current first-round draft pick and a future first-round draft pick to the Houston Rockets for Eric Gordon 
in their current second overall draft pick. Now, if you guys have been watching our NBA mock draft podcast, you should probably know how much I love Jalen Green. All right, this is basically a trade to get Jalen Green. All right, so um, for the Rockets, you're asking, like, why would they do this? Miles Turner is a pretty special guy. He's a top 10 center in the league. He's younger. That's going to sustain for a while. You get Malcolm Brogdon, who can be a, a solid, you know, role guy as a point guard. And to be honest with you, I re- if I'm the Rockets, I want to see what um, Kevin Porter Jr. can become. I think he needs the ball to become that. So I think that that makes sense. And you're sending basically two first-round draft picks from a team that's probably not going to be winning consistently anytime soon. So this is probably going to be lottery picks um, and the current draft pick that they have right now. So, yeah, I, I feel like this works. And, yeah, if I'm the Indiana Pacers, I feel like you're kind of capped because even though they're a good team, they don't have enough firepower to make a run for even an Eastern Conference Finals. And if I'm saying, like, oh, Chris, what's the best-case scenario for every player of the team, and then what can they achieve as a team? Mm-hmm. It's not an Eastern Conference Finals. Like, it's yeah. like even as Karis Avert becomes a borderline all-star, like this is just not going to be enough. So, um, yeah, I would be moving on and adding a Jalen Green to increase my highest potential leg and hit as a team. Mm-hmm. And... Karis Levert, Jalen Green redundancy. So the third trade we're going to make in this this deal is sending Karis Levert for Shea Gilgis Alexander. I think that this trade would be really good. I feel like they're pretty equal as players. Um, you know, they have Kemba there, who I know they want to trade, but there's a ton of good point guards in the league and drafts coming up soon. So there can always be a way to replenish depth there, or add another one. But I feel like Karis LeVert's upside might be a little higher than Shea. So, you know, I feel like if you're okay, see, this makes sense. And for the Pacers, you're moving into the future with Shea, Jalen Green, um, draft some shooter or pick up a wing guy. And then you have TJ Warren and DeMontis Sabonis and build. Like, that's pretty, that's a special core. So that's, that's my, uh, trade i'm making a few teams better and making some more interesting hmm. kind of leads into mine because i did a totally different Ooh. thing i did okay. Indian thunder as well Ooh. but i didn't include any picks so i just took kimba sent mm. him to the, i mean sent kimba to indy for mm-hmm. brogdon and miles turner yeah i feel like that definitely worse salary wise i I could definitely see that helping them at right now. You know, I mean, Kemba is a pretty special shot creator. So maybe, maybe they could work. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be really interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. You have anything more on that one? No, not really. Just, yeah, I was just playing around with it. Just wanted to see if I could move Kemba. And I was able to. I found a team for it. Yeah. And the Lakers can't definitely- get them because they don't have any assets. Forty million. It's a lot. How much money is he making? How much Kemba? Kemba. Yeah, I'll check. I think it's forty. Is it forty million? Kemba is making. That was my other trade. Hold on. Oh shoot. Uh, thirty-four million. 
Damn. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. All right. Now we're moving into the top three. I got all blockbusters. And the last one. Oh, you guys are show for the last one. So the third one is the team that's going to win the NBA championship. Chris, how many times do I talk about how overrated DeAndre Ayton is? All the time. Mm-hmm. But I believe he has high upside over a while. So, you know, uh, I'm also going to send DeAndre and Jay Crowder and a young wing Cam Johnson. I'm thinking Dari- Dario Saric too. For Carl Anthony Towns and Nas Reed. Now, why do the the Minnesota Timberwolves do this. I think it's because I wouldn't be surprised if Cat's a little disgruntled after just feeling like he's um, discouraged throughout this time of not being really respected as a player. And then Carl Anthony Towns is a special guy. Um, but I think that with the Anthony Edwards, pairing him with a younger guy with Aiton might make sense. Um and I think you're getting a lot of prospect value with uh, Aiden and Cam Johnson combined for the future. And Jay Crowder and Darius are to help you now. So this is probably one of the more realistic trades you could do to get Cat. Um, but obviously, you know how the way I view Jay, DeAndre Aiden. Carl Anthony Towns is a difference maker. All right. Because this Suns team's never going to win a championship again if they keep it the way it is. Sure. And you got one more year or two more years with Chris Paul. So, Carl Anthony Towns is a special, special center. So, I definitely feel like adding him adds immediate value and puts you in an actual realistic chance of repeating or having a real, really good push. So, that's what I would do. It's interesting. So, my thoughts on that is that I would agree with that. Um, I do mm-hmm. agree with the majority of your trades, but... Um, especially with adding cat, it's more along the lines of like that kind of not on the same level, but on the age wise with the LeBron adding AD and then trying to get another star is that he's they're aging. You know what I mean? So in order to be mm-hmm. able, for them to continuously be effective, you have to add that extra star so they can just continue to win so, and like learn and then also develop their game for the older mm-hmm. for the old the, develop the old man game. So you have to add yeah. some young stars there. So that works. You take out yeah. Aiden, put another star there that's ready to win now into an yes. already championship um, core, and you go far. Yeah, I completely agree. And they already have Miles Bridges, so they can literally – they're not losing much. They have tons of wing depth. Yeah. Yeah. So. Alrighty. Let's hear what you got, Chris. Final two. All right. Or is it – are you in your final three? My bet. I think you. Oh yeah, you are. You're in a final two too. Final two. Yep. All so, right, but I kind of. So remember how I helped the Pelicans first? I've also screwed the mm-hmm. Pelicans in like one Uh-oh. of my hypothetical trades. Mm-hmm. So I took Toronto. Right. I think you might have mm-hmm. said this one. I took Toronto, and I sent Pascal Siakam to the Timberwolves and got D'Lo. Then I did mm-hmm. a three-team trade, and I did Pelicans, and they sent B.I. and Bledsoe to the Ra- to the Raptors, and the Pelicans received Kyle Lowry and Rodney Hood. Oh, you did. <laughs> did a dirty. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be like that, Chris. Gosh, <laughs> wow. You did the Pelicans dirty, dirty. But that'd be a nice Raptors team. D-Lo and B.I. Yeah. Damn. 
<laughs> you really did do it dirty. That's pretty funny. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, I don't think the Pelicans would do it, but man, the Toronto Raptors would sh- throw a party. So yeah, that'd be an interesting combo. Do yeah. low and bi. You can still retain your pick, so you can draft Evan Mobley and have a big pick and roll with a bi on the outside. I feel like that works. <clears throat> Alrighty, uh, are you ready for my second one? Yeah. All right. Now some people might not see this one, which is cool. This is this is this is uh this is probably my most unrealistic one. Um, <laughs> I got several of them. Drew Holiday, okay. Chris Middleton, who costs a lot of money. Dante Tivincenzo, five future first round draft picks. I want everybody to know five future first round draft picks, unprotected. Okay. This is basically Paul George level draft picks mm-hmm. for Jordan Clarkson and Bogdan and Donovan Mitchell. Okay, so the Jazz, yeah, you get Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Dante Divincenzo is a nice young guy. Mm-hmm. The five first round draft picks makes this a little more realistic. Yeah. Okay, so I think honestly, if you're the Jazz. I could see it in my mind being like, well, we kind of have a ceiling as a team and we're kind of maxed out salary wise. It's hard for us to get better. So I could see us saying, well, Donovan Mitchell's kind of feeling like he's unhappy, be happy. So if this keeps on going the rate that it is, which I think is inevitable, he may a year or two or three down the line request a trade. So maybe. You sell them now while you can get five future first round draft picks. Mm-hmm. Because so then then it makes a little more sense. Jordan Clarkson Bogdan was just to make the money work, to be quite frank. Yeah. Um obviously for the Bucks, this is they need a second star, a legitimate second star. Donovan Mitchell is said second star. It's it's a hundred percent. Yeah, this works out perfectly. Um, I think the Jazz kind of overachieve every year as a team because Donovan Mitchell and their head coach are so special. So, um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's what I would do. I got one more Super Saiyan trade. Just holding it for the – holding it out for the last one. So, let's see where you got, Chris. I got Houston and the Pacers. Ooh, Okay. So it's two for two. It's a very even trade. So you get a point guard, kind of a big man, and a shooting guard. Mm. But in return, you get a point guard and a shooting guard. So <clears throat> Pacers are going to send Brogdon and Miles mm-hmm. Turner and also Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb's just for the cap space. Mm-hmm. For John Walton and Eric Gordon. Yeah, John Wall and Eric Gordon really is a nice combination. I feel like John Wall is probably going to get moved. His just his contract, bro, is so so large. Forty point one million. Yeah. Pacers. What's the first part? Oh yeah, the Pacers. Yeah, the Houston would get better. Pacers. Uh huh. I mean, the Pacers are stuck, so I'm glad we both tried to help the Pacers. You know, yeah. this is why we have the podcast. We think alike, Chris. Right. 
All right, are you ready? Yeah, I did a lackluster one so you can like get all the, uh, you know, get the big well, build up for your big one. Go ahead. Yeah, this is a big one. Trade, trade. <laughs> that actually works financially, Chris. Check. Yeah. Um. So yeah, everybody's like Dave Dalla. Where's that guy gonna go? Well, I was like, man. It's really hard trading Dame. And I was like, oh, wait. There's a guy that you could probably trade him for that probably has more value because he's younger. So you have to send a first-round draft pick unprotected. Wait, no. I have top five protected first-round draft pick. Mm -hmm. But whatever. It's a future first. Jamal Murray is getting traded for Damian Lillard. Why? Well, I have a part two to this. Which makes sense. Yeah. So basically, Dame Dollar is better right now. Yeah. And if you understand part two to this, which I'm not going to show yet, it makes more sense. But Jamal Murray is by far the best package you could ever get for Dame Dollar. Mm-hmm. There is no better package in the NBA for Dame Dollar than Jamal Murray. You, you do this right now. Okay, he's 24. He's super special. He'll, if he's on this on the Portland Trailblazers with nobody else on that team, he's gonna average 30 to 32. Mm-hmm. Like he's a special guy. Yeah. Um, so you know, Dame Dollar's a better player right now. And I think that the Nuggets have enough young assets to kind of bring in somebody else. So, like, why would you do that? Oh, it's because Bradley Beal is available. I don't know why they're not thinking about this. Bradley Beal for Bull Bull, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Will Barton. Now, let me tell you something. If I'm the Washington Wizards, I get Bull Bull, Michael Porter Jr. on my trade offer for Bradley Beal to go younger. I run into the accept button before you think it's spam. <laughs> now, why don't you think it's spam? Because I don't, if, if let's say they don't trade for. Dame Lillard, you're pairing Jamal Murray, Bradley Beal, and Jokic. But the pairing of Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, and Jokic, you are in NBA championship mode until they get old. Yeah. Next three to four years, it's you and the Nets. And you might have the better team. Mm-hmm. It's because Nicole, because the, these fit so well. You know what I mean? You have a little redundancy with Kyrie and James. Even though James and KD are better players, Nikola Jokic is a perfect super team guy because he offers something. There's not many low post great scores, right? And there's not many centers that can pass the way he does. And you have Dame Dollar, who's not a great passer, and Bradley Beal, who's not a great passer. This is, I don't know why the Denver Nuggets are not trying to trade for Bradley Beal. With because Michael Porter Jr. is a heck of a young asset, right? So this is Denver Nuggets go win a ring, bro. Yeah, go get the ring because you have the young assets, and you know who who should be the swan song. This the oh my goodness, look at what they did, and that's why we should do this. Is the Boston Celtics? How long do we hear? forever about the Boston Celtics having all those first round draft picks. Oh my gosh, they have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Oh my gosh, all they got to do is sit on those draft picks and they'll win. That's what they did. They never maximized on their young talent while they were young, right? 
you could have traded Marcus Smart when he was younger, got more value than him right now. Yeah. Right? There's younger guys that have been on that team and all those first round draft picks and they didn't maximize on it. And they're they're basically have a ceiling, right? You don't know if Michael Porter Jr. is ever gonna be at the point in time where he can be a, a ring level three. I don't know if Jamal Murray's maxed out. I don't know if Jamal Murray will ever develop how the pass. I don't know if Jamal Murray's going to be healthy next year. You know what I mean? But geez, Dame Dollar and Bradley Beal, that's just special, special. And it all works out financially, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I would run, if I'm the Denver Nuggets, I'd blow up the young talent and bring in some 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 guys that can go get it. And uh I mean this helps Portland and this helps the Wizards. I mean this is a great building box for your future. Yeah. So yeah, that's the that's the big one. I'm sure this might make uh we might I might have to make a TikTok video about this one. For Gosh, sure. Wow. <laughs> for sure. That was a All big right. one. That was definitely a big one. Yeah. Yep. All right. Do you have anything else, Chris? I do not. <laughs> All right. Well, we're the Basketball Addicts. We brought you a really great podcast today. We both had some really great trade ideas, some blockbusters, making some super teams, helping out some teams. Um, so, yeah, um, the NBA Finals Game 3 is on tonight, so we'll have those hot takes episodes coming out soon. Um, we would like to thank you for the fan interaction on the TikTok, YouTube, Instagram pages. So we're very appreciative of that. And, uh yeah. Do you want to give them our socials, Chris? Sure. If you're not already following us, go ahead and follow us at underscore addicted to basketball. That's addicted, the number two basketball. And then you also can mm-hmm. follow us on TikTok at addicted to basketball, addicted, the number two basketball, 9798. Mm-hmm. And our account for YouTube should be under, sorry, one second. This should be under the Basketball Addicts podcast. You should guys just go su- su- subscribe to that so yeah. yeah we got we got a new social to right post up consistently all right so yeah i'm jason collins and i'm chris muhammad and we're the basketball addicts peace, peace.